Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our podcast. We have a new website. Head over to fantasydaydreamers.com where you can find all of our new and old episodes. Be sure to check back every Tuesday and Friday for new articles to help you win your league. You can also follow us on Instagram at fantasydaydreamers and on Twitter at ffdaydreamers. Welcome, everyone. We are the Fantasy Daydreamers, a group of friends who will help you win your league by bringing you facts, stats, and opinions. Um, today, I am your host, Ryan. You can follow me on Twitter at R-O-K-K-O, Rocco, Daydreamer. And I have my producer, Ian, with us today. Shout out. You can follow me at daydreaming ian on twitter so today we'll be going over the week four recap and have some waiver wire ads sadly jj and james unable to make it tonight so it's just me and ryan on the pod should be fun though let's go through what happened let's go through what happened in week four talk about what surprised us maybe give some thoughts on all the games so thursday night game broncos 37 they're now one and three at the Jets, 28. Jets fall to 0-4. No surprise there. Um, So, for me, this game, uh, Melvin Gordon showed out. Uh, had that big run. Um, also had two touchdowns. Um, this is a guy you knew you were starting. He's RB2. Um, I'm glad he got in the end zone. Um, other than that, there was uh, a couple other guys that had a good game, but... Nothing really. Um, Tim Patrick had six receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. And Jerry Judy had two receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. And also Moss, the guy. Uh, Filthy. <laughs> said this is mine for his first career touchdown. Um, talk about Noah Fant real quick. He may miss a week or two. Um, we, may, we may know more actually today. So you'll be checking your um, news, and you'll see if you can play him or not. Um, do you think Jerry Judy's somebody you can start looking at, like looking at to start, or keep him on your bench, or no, he didn't have him. I think he's a he's a bench guy because he's good, but the quarterback situation is bad. Uh, Horrible. Rip. I say his name Ripley, Ripping, Ripping, <laughs> Ripley's. Believe it or not, it's uh, it's Ripen, Ripen, Ripen. Or, or, uh, okay, well he had three picks versus a bad Jets defense. Um, really not the guy you're trying to go to, and they weren't really run heavy in this game. And Melvin Gordon had 23 carries, even Royce Freeman got in there with three carries. So I'm gonna say you probably keep him on your bench. Tim Patrick, he had seven targets this game. And that was, uh, I mean, that was really, really big. Um, also, last week he had four for four and a touchdown. So, it's back-to-back weeks with a touchdown. I mean, this is another guy you can probably keep on your bench. Um, Jameson Crowder was back. This is Sam Darnold's favorite target because he's the best receiver on the team. Um, if you have Jameson Crowder, he probably he's probably a flex play you're looking at. Frank Gore did nothing. 
Cam Ballard did nothing. Chris Herndon did nothing. We did have a Jeff Smith appearance. If this is the first time oh. you're hearing about him, so is it. So it's mine too. This is actually his first game of the season. He had nine targets, seven receptions, and 81 yards. Don't look at him. Don't worry about him. That are that is his season stats. Um, Barrios did nothing as well. Oh my god! Zero zeros, zero uh, yards across the board. Cool fact about this game: Sam Darnold had a 46-yard touchdown. That is a longer run than Le'Veon Bell has had in his Jets tenure. Next game. <laughs> <laughs> Next game, Jaguars, 25 to the Bengals, 33. Jaguars fall 1-3. and three. Bengals now 1-2-1. One, and one. Are we still high on Minshew? Um, I'm super high on him still. I I mean, he did have over 351 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a pick. Um. This offense is going to be in this kind of game script all year long. Uh, this is the second time he's over, thrown over 300, and the third time he's over, he's thrown for um, multiple. Third time for throwing over multiple touchdowns in a game. So this is a guy I think is a top 12 quarterback, and I think he you can start him um, in most leagues. James Robinson. I mean, he had he didn't score, which made his. It's made his day look worse. He did have a hundred, like, all-purpose yards. Um, it just really, it's it's hard to say you had a real solid game without scoring. Touchdowns are huge in fantasy football. Like, they really elevate your game from, yeah, they could be nothing to an actual decent game. Yeah, I think he's still a flex player. I think you start him. Um, if you have a better option, then you have a really deep team. But I think this guy is a weekly flex play. Yeah. DJ uh, Chark, back uh, in the lineup. He had a big game, his biggest game of the year. He had uh, eight receptions, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, this is the guy you want. I'm glad he actually had his breakout game. I was a little worried. Um, coming off the injury, though, played real well. Um, Chenault, Cole, Conley, any of those guys you are looking at, Ian? Maybe Chenault, just because they like to throw him in the backfield sometimes. Yeah, he's, he's a little, like... Um, but, honestly... No, I'd, I'd be, I think you can probably put Chenault and Cole, like keep them on your bench. Shout out James. But I think they're desperation plays like filling injuries and stuff like that. Um, talk about Joe Burrow real quick. 300 yards, a touchdown and a pick. He should have had multiple touchdowns. Got that holding penalty on when he threw for Tyler Boyd. And I think it was Drew Sample, small hands. Let that ball go right into Jack my or Miles Jack's hands. Um, Joe Mixon had a game, twenty-five carries, one hundred fifty-one yards, two touchdowns, rushing, and then he also had six receptions, thirty yards, and a touchdown. Um, this is a guy that we were talking about all years, a top ten back. We said don't give up on him. This podcast is really high on him. Uh, obviously, he's not going to produce like this, but this is a guy that's going to keep getting volume. He's gonna have be able to have big games like this. Now you know he can. He can do this. This is it's not out of the realm of possibility for him. How you feel about Tyler Boyd? Uh, this just... guy is a weekly starter. Every week except for week one, he had he has has had eight targets or more. Uh, he seven receptions last three games or more. Um, and this is who he's looking at. This is clearly his favorite target, Joe Burrows. Um, so does that mean? If Tyler Boyd's the favorite target, can we drop A.J. Green? The thing is, 
I don't know if you can drop him because I don't know how many more options on waivers are better than him. But it's impossible to start him. Uh, he's been just horrible. No more than five catches, and hasn't gone over. Uh, he's gone over 50 yards one time. No touchdowns. Um, he also hurt his hand, but. Are you saying to you can't drop him just because it's AJ Green? Like, do you think you're you're kind of biased just from the name right there? No, no. I wasn't high on AJ Green when he came in. I think I think he looks washed, but like he's in the offense that throws the ball a lot, and he's other than today he's been targeted more than six. Or actually, he was actually targeted five times last game too. He's, He's been targeted six or more the other three games. He's going to get targets. I just don't think that there's a lot of um, streaming options that are better than him. And they're in a better offense. What about T. Higgins? You think he's a waiver wire you can pick up? Um, T. Higgins. You can pick him up. Last three games before he was... Uh, um, he wasn't actually... He actually didn't play versus the Chargers. He's gone uh, three catches, five catches, and four catches um, going over 35 yards each game and had two touchdowns versus Philadelphia. He's a big dude. They're going to look at him in the red zone. He's a bench guy at most. I'm not sure if you're actually, like, if you need him, then your team's pretty bad. So, I guess you need him. But... Yeah. What about Drew Sample, the tight end? Um, Sample... He's a streaming option. Uh, I don't know if he's any more than that. Last week versus Philadelphia, he literally had one target, one reception, and one yard. This week, he had three receptions, five yards, and forty—sorry, five targets and forty-seven yards. Mm, I don't every, know. Every other game, he gets forty yards. Week one, Chargers, seven yards, one target, one reception. Week two, seven receptions, forty-five. Week three, one. This last week, three receptions for 47 yards. It's like every other week he's doing something. I, I think, think he's, I think he's a back end streamer. Like this is not one of the number guy, number one guys I'm looking at. No, I think he. Uh, that's once again probably a desperation play. All right, let's go to the next game. We have the Browns dropping almost a 50 burger on the Cowboys. Browns 49, Cowboys 38. Browns three and one. Cowboys one and three. Um, cool fact about this game, uh, Browns have now scored 30-plus in three consecutive games. That's the first time in 50 years. Also, Odell had three touchdowns in this game. That is the same amount as the Giants' offense. Um, Jesus. <laughs> so let's talk about Nick Chubb real quick, though, on uh, some Saturday news. I went down with a knee injury, MCL sprain, expected to miss roughly six weeks. He's going to be placed on IR, but he's not getting surgery. So he's That's not important. Gonna, he's not going to be out for the year. Um, Cream Hunt takes over that number one role. I think right now Cream Hunt is a top seven seven back. I mean, this team rushes the ball so well. He's a great pass catcher. I think he's going to get seventy percent of the uh, running back um, touches. So I think this is definitely a guy that if you have him, you just. What about Dernest Johnson? De Ernest. I mean, he outtouched Kareem Hunt thirteen to eleven. True, but Kareem Hunt did go in this game with a groin injury, so I think they I think they scaled back on him a little bit. 
But Cream Cream Hunt did look good in this game. I think Johnson is yeah, a guy. He scored twice. I think Johnson is a guy that you can pick up, and he might get the Cream Hunt role. But I'm not sure if he's going to get the consistency that Cream Hunt was getting. This team is going to run the ball a lot, though. So if you need it back, this guy can be one of the top waiver wire heads of this week. Kareem Hunt surprisingly did not show up on the receiving stats, which, I mean, this whole year it seems like he, they've been using him as more of that. They're trying to use him as like an Alvin Kamara, where he only gets like 11 runs, but then he also gets like 10 receiving targets. And he didn't – I'm just surprised. Yeah, I think and that makes sense, though, because we talk about how bad the Cowboys' uh, corners are. So, OBJ five had five receptions, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. Landry had five receptions for 48 yards. Hooper had five receptions for 34 yards and a touchdown. And Bryant, the other tight end, had four receptions for 37 yards. That is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Odell also had a... 73-yard run for a touchdown. It was great to watch. Um, For this... Can we start OBJ? Oh, no. yeah. Like, I, I can... think I think you sh- should have started him. I said last podcast I would trade for him. This His worst scenario is that he's a big play type of guy, but there's not a lot of better big play type of guys. Fair, fair. So, if you're telling me that his ceiling is three touchdowns, even though it's not, I understand. But No, no, it's an outlier. But his floor is still getting a couple deep targets a game. This is That's what he does. I think the real question is, can you start Jarvis? And this week, he did look better than he did in the most. He did say that he's getting healthier and healthier each week because he came off that surgery in the offseason. Uh, he had his second, mo- or he tied for most receptions this year and tied himself for most targets this year with five and six. Um, still no reception or no touchdowns, but I think he's on your bench guy. What about Hooper? Hooper. Um, this was his best game so far. Most receptions, most targets, most yards, most touchdowns. I mean, he had five receptions, seven targets, 34 yards, and that's his most so far, and then a touchdown. He's a streamer. I think that this is a bigger statement on the Dallas team, Dallas's defense, <laughs> than um, Brown's they, offense. They are bad. Um, next up, you're starting Dak and Zeke. Obviously, one wild fact, another wild fact about this game is that Zeke had three Brown players have more rushing yards than Zeke today, with Johnson, Odell, and Hunt beating him. I mean, they they ran the ball a total of 18 times. They Honestly, completely abandoned the run. They had they were down threw, really early. Dak threw five hundred and two yards. Like he threw the ball, and they threw the ball almost sixty times, fifty-eight. This is an air it out team, even though they have that you know Zeke under that huge contract. So let's talk about that. Dak threw for five hundred and two yards. Okay, Cooper had sixteen targets, twelve receptions, one hundred and thirty-four yards, and a touchdown. Start him. CeeDee Lamb had five, seven targets, five receptions, 79 yards, and two touchdowns. His first two touchdowns of the season. Start him. Schultz, a streaming tight end. I think a high-end streaming because the offense is throwing the ball so much. He had eight targets, four receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. He still drops the ball. True. It still is kind of brick hands. And 
the guy that we thought was finally back is not back. Michael Gallup, five targets, twenty or sorry, two receptions and twenty-nine yards. After his big game last week, I was really I was back on back in on uh, Michael Gallup, and now I am scared. How do you, how's Dak throw for five hundred two yards, and Michael Gallup only has twenty-nine yards? This is the guy that is the least startable. I think that at most he's a flex play. He's being replaced by Lamb. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at the rankings, Wilson, Cedric Wilson, another receiver, had more targets than him. Also had more receptions and more yards. Uh, Zeke had more targets, more receptions, and more yards. Noah Brown, a guy I have not heard of until today, again, has more receptions and more targets and more yards than him. It's very scary. I don't know what you're going to do if you drafted him high because you thought he was having a big year. But right now, he's just a flex play at most. And I'm also probably going to tell you, put him on your bench to save you the hassle. Yeah, he's... If you didn't draft him so high, he honestly could be low-key a drop candidate, in my opinion. About this game... I looked over, I was watching with JJ, and I looked over after the game was over, and I I told him, I bet even though the Browns scored 50 points, Baker Mayfield still didn't get 200 yards, and he finished with 165. How do you score 50 points as an offense, and you can't pass 200 yards passing? I think that, well, I mean, you did have the Jarvis touchdown throw to Odell. Still only 37 yards. It would have put him at 202 if he threw that, or whatever. Fair. Um... It, they it, did have some big. They hit some deep shots. I, they're just playing old school football. It seems like just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then have your quarterback throw for less than two hundred yards and be like, "He was a great quarterback." Yeah, Baker's not fancy relevant. Don't ever no. play him. No, I don't care what the matchup is. This was a great matchup. Obviously, he didn't go for two hundred yards. Let's talk about the Saints. They won thirty-five to the Lions, twenty-nine. Saints two and two. Lions one and three. Drew Brees versus Gardner Minshew. We have a winner after weeks two, three, and four in our league. Gardner Minshew finished with more points by .04. It was way closer than it should have been. That means Ryan wins the bet. Remy, my money. Can you start either of them, though? Are they Um, both streaming options? Are they both? Bench options like bye week fills. Are they both starting? All right. So now that my Drew Brees hate could be over, I think when Michael Th- or yeah Michael Thomas comes back, you can start Drew Brees again. Right. Until he does come back, I think he's just a streamer. The thing about the Saints is they're they're a better team than the Jags. The Jags are going to be behind more often, and I think they're going to throw. Well, I know they're going to throw. Breeze, they're going to run the ball. They have AK, Alvin Kamara. He got 19 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. And Murray had 14 carries for 64 yards and two touchdowns. That is uh, that's a lot of yards and a lot of touches. Question for you, Ian. Does Murray have standalone value? Um, I don't think so. He's not really catching the ball. And he won't. He won't ever be a big part. No, of the they have they have Alvin Kamara. They're gonna pass him the ball if they're gonna pass to a running back. 
I just don't think so. He this was his most yards he's had in a season, or sorry, in a in a game this season. He's finished with 64, 58, 14, and 48. He's going to float around 50 to 60 yards each game. And then this week he just got two touchdowns. Yes. But right. they still prefer Alvin Kamara to score the like score for them. They I think Latavius Murray just scored because AK drove him down the field. He needed a break. They took him out and it and Murray just happened to come in and punch it in. Yep. Put so, him on your bench. Yeah. Um Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, six receptions, ninety three yards. Um, this is a guy, another guy, I'm gonna say put him on your bench. Uh, last week he did score a touchdown. He had four receptions and five and uh, five targets and 56 yards. So this is by far his best game of the year. I just don't know if this is why he's going to stay though. I think we found that when Michael Thomas is out, instead of going to Emmanuel Sanders, they just re- like lean on AK more. Yeah, and they just it's old Drew Brees where he passes the ball who's ever open. Uh, I was talking about that. Uh, Traquan Smith. Had four receptions, four targets, 54 yards, and two touchdowns. So, Drew Brees was old Drew Brees, passing the ball to whoever was open, not really focused on a target. Um, I don't think any of these guys are actually um, start-worthy. I think they're all put them on your bench. His his stats are looking a lot like um, Latavius Murray's. He's had, I mean, he had 86 yards week two, 42 week three, and then now 54 just with the two scores. Um, next, move on to the Lions. Uh, Matthew Stafford threw two touchdowns very early in, in this game. And then kind of was below average. He had cool 200, 206 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, let's talk about this backfield real quick. Adrian Peterson, 11 carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Swift had four carries, 22 yards. He also had four uh, four receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown. And Caron Johnson, three carries, nine yards, and had one reception for three yards. Stay away. Yeah, I'm. I mean, you know, Adrian Pierce isn't going to get that get a lot of carries, and Smith Swift is a third down back. But other than that, I don't know if this backfield actually has fantasy ball, like fantasy relevance. I'd rather have one of them go off on my bench than than me put him in and be disappointed every week. Kenny Galladay got off. Um, back-to-back weeks with a touchdown. Four receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he's back to his normal self. Start him. Yeah. yeah. Don't he's worry about it. Favorite target. What about TJ Hawkinson? TJ. Uh, this week, two targets, four, sorry, four targets, two receptions, nine yards, and a touchdown. Um, kind of, we talked about him being kind of consistent last week, and then he obviously just wasn't consistent. Yeah, then just nine yards. So that backfired on us. But I still see still getting targets. Again, hasn't gone under four targets this whole season. Um, I think the game will come to him. I, he's he is your middle of the road tight end, I believe. Where he's, I agree. he's probably going to get four target or four catches around there, all dump offs, mostly you know, fifty yards, and then if he scores a touchdown, hey, good week. All right, uh, let's go bench cut start or bench start bench cut. Hawkinson, Schultz, Hooper, where are you going? I think I'm going to go. Uh, that's a hard one for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I... go. I'm gonna go Schultz, 
start bench Hawkinson, cut Hooper. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I probably have to agree with that. I mean, you could, you maybe could flip Schultz and Hawkinson, but I think Schultz is just in the pass heavier team, and that's gonna help him. Got it. But I mean, Hawk, the good thing for Hawkinson is he he seems to be getting red zone targets, but with Kenny G back, that might look the other way now. Let's move on to the next game. Seahawks thirty one to the Dolphins twenty three. Don't let the score fool you. This game was actually closer for most of it. It was kind of surprising. Um, Seahawks moved to 4-0. Dolphins are now 1-3. Both, I don't think, are really that surprising. Russell Wilson, sorry, Filet Wilson, had an off day by his standards. Um, because he didn't throw five touchdowns. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he still is, uh, forget it, QB, just like the rest of his team. You don't have to worry about start Carson, start DK, start Lockett. Um, yeah, don't even don't worry about them. Don't be like you can be slightly upset that they had a bad week, but I mean even even Russell Wilson's off week quotes was 360 yards and two touchdowns. I Chris mean, Carson had six 16 carries, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Metcalf had 106 yards. Lockett probably his more disappointing game to two receptions, 39 yards. Wouldn't surprise me if. Honestly, this is Lockett's worst game of the season. Um, let's talk about the Dolphins real quick. Um, Miles Gaskin. Um, again, he did not get into the end zone, but he did lead his team in carries. Um, is this a guy you're putting on your flex? Because like, you can't start. He's not a RB2 because he doesn't get the touch, um, enough to Touchdown, like red zone carries. But again, 10 for 40. And he did lead the team of, and targets with 3 for 22. No. He is. I, I, I'm staying away from this backfield. I mean, their leading rusher this week. I mean, he had the most carries, but their leading rusher was still Fitzmagic at 47 yards. They... The offense doesn't seem to know what it wants to do. They have, they're just kind of, let's see what works this play. Let's see what works. Like, just throwing it around. I do not trust any of these people right now until somebody really defines themselves as the clear number one. Um, I mean, Jordan Howard did Jordan Howard things. The only difference was he didn't score a touchdown this week. And then yep, he, two for two. Two yard, two touches, two yards, no touchdown though. And then Matt Breida, three touches for nine yards. It no. I don't like honestly, I think the only Dolphins player you could probably start is Parker. Parker. Uh Parker to get off. He had ten uh ten twelve targets, ten receptions, hundred and ten yards. Um other than that, you have Isaiah Ford who had ten targets, four receptions, and forty eight yards. Uh, I think he replaced uh, Williams. I think Williams you drop no matter what. There's no reason to keep him on your bench. Uh, Isaiah Ford, are you picking him up on your bench at all? I mean, this. I mean, how's he done the past couple weeks? He's last I mean, he last had... week he had a bad week. He went two receptions off two targets the week before. Nine targets for seven receptions. And week one, five targets, two receptions. He's getting the targets. Um, I think last week you could have maybe said 
that it they was were winning. A little bit of fluke. Yeah, they won 31-13. Like, no point in passing the ball still. Um, but I, I'm not impressed. Like, he's... He's still all right. He still is only getting 48 yards, 14 yards, 76 yards, and 13 yards in the, in all of his games. It, no. Eh. All right. It just, yeah, it doesn't impress me. One quick note. Gusecki, one, uh, three targets, one reception, 15 yards. This is what Gusecki does. He has big weeks. He has bad weeks. We talked about it last week. You're streaming him. Maybe he's a back-end starter. You, just gotta, you better draft, or you better have another tight end to play with. Yeah, I mean, it looks like that 130, 130-yard game was kind of an outlier. All right, next game we have <clears throat> the Los Angeles Chargers, 31, at the Buccaneers, who scored 38. Bucks go to 3-1, and one, Chargers go to 1-3. and three. So, Justin Herbert, he had about 300 yards again for the third time this year. I mean, it was only 290, three touchdowns, one interception. You streaming him? Um, I think he's a guy you could stream, maybe even, um, start. I mean, he, on a point per game basis has, is averaging more points per game than Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Both scrubs, like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, this is a game strip that was kind of wild. Um, Chargers were up big and they lost, uh, a key part of their offense in Austin Eckler. Uh, who's expected to miss multiple weeks with a grade two hamstring. Um, so I think they had to throw a little bit more uh, because they have Bay's rushing uh, defense. Run defense is actually really good. Uh, talking about that, Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson were two running backs after that. Um, how do you feel about these guys? Uh, Joshua Kelly, I think you can. I think he's somebody that you could poss- like possibly plug and play. Justin Jackson, I think we need to see something from him. I mean, the biggest the biggest issue is you're right. The Bucks' uh, run defense is unstoppable. I mean, they had 23 carries for 46 yards. Um, also, I know that Joshua Kelly fumbled again. But if you actually watched the play, he literally got hit when he got the ball. Like, yeah, it, got he, the ball, hit. A lot of running backs are going to fumble during that time. Yeah, it, it was it was not fair. Um, I mean, they still only passed the ball 25 times. They had a near even split, 50, 50, 50, 25 passes, 23 runs. They had a big lead in this game. They did. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. How I mean, they, lost. they they couldn't they, because Tom Brady, the goat, the goat, goat Tom top. Brady, Tom Brady looked like honestly, Tom Brady again. After his pick six, he went like, I think I 18 remember. for 20 for four touchdowns. Yeah, 18 for 20 for four touchdowns and like 280 yards. And it, he had a perfect passer rating. He like threw a pick six and he was like, oh yeah, I have to remind them I am Tom Brady. And then he just went on a tear. Um, How do you feel about Keenan Allen? Um, Okay, so obviously last week I told you to sell high because I thought that Herbert would not um, keep starting, which is still a possibility. I know Herbert's showing off, but guess what? They keep losing games. And Anthony Lynn, like I said last week, does not play fantasy football. He plays real-life football. Well, actually, coach real-life football. Um, Keenan Allen this week did, though, have 12 targets, 8 receptions, and 62 yards. Here's the thing about Keenan Allen that's worrying. And I know that touchdowns, like, are, you know, a little fluky. He still only has one. I, I think that he is a wide receiver, too. 
with some wide receiver one upside until we find out Tyrod's coming back or not. I don't I don't have any other opinion than that. But fair. But with Herbert, keep playing him. Oh, I yeah. don't think there's anything to worry about. With Herbert, if he's going to keep getting the targets and touches that he is, uh, a touchdown will only elevate his game to an amazing, like a great game instead of just a good game. Um, what about Henry? Hunter Henry? I, Hunter Henry. This guy was a touchdown monster with Phil Rivers, and he has not scored yet. Uh, this week, he only had three targets for two receptions and 39 yards. This is just a guy that is a back-end tight end that you can start. Or a stream play. I don't know if he is any more than that. Still has no touchdowns. That is a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady we already talked about. I mean, he is the GOAT. GOAT talk. Yeah, easy. Um, What about... Can you start Ronald Jones if Fournette's not there? Or can you start him no matter what? Okay, I don't think you can start him no matter what. Ronald Jones had a good game. Like, stat-wise. But he was dropping passes left and right. Which got... <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn, the rookie, some work. And actually, Vaughn actually scored in this game. So, with that being said, I don't know. With with the way Bruce Arians um, pretty much pulls running backs if you have too many mistakes, it's a little scary. I think this running back is still, or sorry, this backfield is still up to grabs. I don't know. I think Fournette might play. That's what Bruce Arians uh, said on Thursday night. So, with that... It's 50-50. If you want to start Jones, start him. He's a flex play at most. I don't think he's an RB2. Um, he did get off, though. 20 carries, 101 yards. He just was dropping a lot of passes. So, do you think Vaughn gets more work? Or do you think that was just uh, more of punishment for Jones making mistakes? Who knows? Honestly. you got, I, With Bruce Arians, I don't know. Yeah, he he's hard to he's I, hard to read. McCoy got hurt in this game early. So with yeah. that being said, I don't know if Vaughn was just a guy. Just a fill in. Yeah. For, yeah. But I, I truly do not know. But I do know that Ron Jones dropped at least three passes. Well, he he had nine targets for six receptions, so yeah. that makes sense. Uh Chris Godwin looks like he's not expected to go on Thursday, according to Arians. We're gonna have more about that on Thursday morning's podcast. And Big, big uh, loss over here. O.J. Howard probably ruptured his Achilles. We don't have anything confirmed yet on that, but if so, his It looks like done. it. It just looks like yeah, it. Everyone it, knows what Achilles looks like. When you tear your Achilles, that's what it looks like. Um, Ian, with that loss, though, does Cameron Brake or uh, Gronk go on your radar at all? Gronk himself said that he was there to, to block. I, I he think, knows his role, but I, I th- think he was joking though. Uh, yeah, I think I want I want to believe that Gronk is just starting to get a feel for the game. I mean, this was week four; there was no preseason. You could make the argument that the first four games of this year are preseason, and now that everybody's going to start kicking into high gear, uh, like so you can. I mean, you. I've heard people make the claim that week five is the true start of the season. Um. So maybe Gronk can start taking off, but what he's shown us so far, he no. And Cameron Bray, Cameron Bray got lucky. One for th- one catch, three <laughs> yards, a touchdown. He had that Mike e- Mike Evans week one game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Gronk too, if I had to pick. Yeah, it's just I'm 
and that could be just based on history. Gronk and Brady, I'm, it's hard to doubt hearing those those words. Next game, we have the Ravens 31 at the Washington Washingtons 17. Ravens moved to 3-1. and one, Washington moves to 1-3. and three. This was just the Ravens try, asking to put some respect back on their name. Yeah, they played good. Uh, it's pretty much how I expected the game to go. With that being said, Lamar had an okay week. Still, still ran for a touchdown. Had and threw uh, two touchdowns to Mark Andrews. Um, don't worry about him. Yeah, still had off week. Still got twenty five points. It, he's last year's MVP. I you said it and forget it. Uh, let's talk about this backfield. Um, with that being said, I don't know if you start any of these guys. We talk about it every week. This week, uh, Gus Edwards led the team in carries with nine, uh, with thirty eight yards. But Mark Ingram got the touchdown. So pick a name out of a hat. Yeah. That's, if you're if you're just desperate to start one of these guys, pick a name out of a hat, and that's who you start that week. At it's... most, they're flex plays. Nothing else. Um, move on real quick. Uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood, um, four receptions, eighty six yards. Um, he's a big play guy. He didn't get in the end zone. Pretty sure he's only gotten... Actually, he hasn't even gotten in the end zone all year. Does no. that scare you at all? A little bit, but like you said, he's a big play guy. He's If he's going to score, he's going to score from at least 20 out, it seems like. And so if they're not scoring big plays, then when they get down to the red zone, Mark Andrews is their guy. Yep, and Mark Andrews, again, like I said, had two touchdowns. Uh, off three, three catches. Yep. Yeah. So don't worry about Mark Andrews. He's a touchdown. He's going to get, he's gonna get his targets. Um. Moving on to Washington, which I actually think is a bigger thing. Antonio Gibson, um, really the lone bright, well, him and uh, McLaurin, uh, main two bright spots of this team. 13 carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. He also had uh, four receptions for 82 yards. Um, for me, this guy is a kind of moving away from that flex play option and going into the RB2 option. 17 touches. There's a lot of touches, um, and he's just he's good. And he's getting reds, and he's getting the part in part. He's getting goal line touches. Like they're not put, pulling him away and, and putting Peyton Barber in anymore. He scored the last three games. I think this guy is a RB two, kind of close to that Todd Gurley range. The thing is, I don't think he's touchdown dependent. Well, I think I think this guy is gonna get he's gonna get targets. And he's going to lead his team in bat and carries every week. He's he's only gotten the most attempts was this week. The most rushing yards was week two at fifty five. He's not getting a lot of yards. Well, and then the most receiving yards was this week with eighty two. But the rest of the games combined, he got sixteen receiving yards. Okay, I get that. I think he's going to keep. Being, he's again. He's a rookie. He's going to keep getting better. This offense is horrible. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna start leaning on him more. I think I think this is a one, two, and the other uh, one in that option is McLaurin. Again, he got off ten receptions, um, one hundred eighteen yards. He didn't score, but he's a wide receiver too. I'm not I'm not really worried about him most weeks anymore. And I think Gibson is a RB two. I think I think McLaurin's just gonna have trouble with touchdowns this year. Uh, as long as they, I think the rest, I think the Redskins are, are sorry. Washington, Washington's. 
I know, Not dang. That. Put five dollars yeah. in the jar, Ryan. Oh, You're better God. than that. Um. I think that this Washington Washington team is not going to score a lot of points, but those guys are going to get targets and they're going to get touches. With Dwayne Haskins in there, McLaurin's going to have a hard time finding the end zone. But his low point seems to be five catches for 61 yards, which is pretty good wide receiver two talk right there. Um, Anyone else? No. <laughs> no. Don't, we're not, we're not don't touch the those. Washington Washingtons. Next game, we have the Cardinals with... 21 to the Panthers, 31. Both teams go to 2-2 two and two after that. And so Kyler Murray didn't throw for a lot of yards, only 133. Got three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and ran for 78. Start him. Don't worry about him. I mean, he's even if he doesn't throw for anything, he had a Lamar Jackson type game. He ran the ball a lot. Hopkins, off game a little bit, only 41 yards. But, I mean... Like I said, they only threw for 133. And he had nine targets, seven receptions. Don't worry about him. Um, Let's talk about this backfield real quick. Kenyon Drake, another disappointing week. Uh, 13 carries for 35 yards. He did did leave the game because he got the wind knocked out of him. They call it a chest injury to be, like, official. Um, Yeah, I don't know. He just disappointed him. I think think Kenyon Drake's being disappointed, like, disappointing. Just because he's not scoring and he's not he's not a factor in the receiving game. Yeah, but he, uh, his his yards and touches are there. He's getting he's getting close to twenty touches a game. I mean, he had sixteen, twenty, eighteen, and he's getting sixty, eighty six, seventy three yards in three weeks. And then I mean, he went out with the game this week with what you say it was a win knocked out of him. Yeah, they, they officially they called it a chest injury. Um, but yeah. He just got lit up, and it it hurts. It hurts, I understand. So, he's disappointing because he's not scoring. But he still is a volume enough play, I think. Let's talk about, play. real quick, since we're talking about Kenny Drake, let's talk about Chase Edmonds. Uh, this week, he did have four carries for 16 yards. He also had five receptions for 24 and a touchdown. Uh, is this guy a handcuff, or does he have stand low value? What do you think? I think... I think he did well this week because he because Kenyon Drake was out. I I don't see him doing much. He the most rush yards he's had is twenty six, and he gets about three catches a game. Eh, Fair. You're, you're just he, you're just hoping he scores. Yeah, I think he's a handcuff. Yeah. Um, let's move on to uh, Mike Davis real quick. Back to back big weeks. Um, this week he had 16 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. He also had five receptions for 27 yards. Uh, he, he's not CMC, but he is pretty close. Um, well, he's for his make, offense, he's making really good. This, I mean, he's making a really good point that he needs to be on another team because he's trying to prove to him like if you use him, he's he's producing. But yeah, with CMC come back. Unless they're going to ease CMC into I it. I think that does happen. Um, once CMC's back, he's just going to go back to... Being a monster. Maybe five touches. Um, like, so. Okay, let's talk about Teddy Dripwater real quick. Drip, drip, drip. Uh, this week, he had 276 um, yards, two touchdowns. 
He also rushed for 60, or for, sorry, he rushed six times for 32 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's a streamer, especially for the bye weeks that are starting to come up. Um, but other than that, nothing else. He is throwing for way more yards than I actually anticipated. You know, this offense is good. It's not a bad, it's truly not a bad offense. They're two and two. I, Robbie Anderson has elevated. Or maybe he just got away from Adam Gase and showed that it's like, no, he is useful. Again, he had he had eleven targets, eight receptions, and nine yards. He looks like he's the number one op number one option on this team. I I think he I think DJ Moore now moved to the second op, moved to number two, and I think Curtis Samuel's number three. Curtis Samuel just gets some runs. That's what helps Curtis Samuel's stock, if anything. Um Talking about DJ Moore, another disappointing week. Six targets, four receptions for 49 yards. Hasn't scored this year. Uh, DJ Moore, I know you drafted him to be a guy that you start every week, but he is not that guy. I'll be worried. I'm looking for options to trade trade him away because I don't think it gets better. I think Robbie Anderson is a true number one on this offense. I think DJ Moore is a good player. And I think he's a good NFL player. I don't know if he's a good fantasy player for you. If you can't trade him, I'm going to have to say he's a wide receiver three or flex play most weeks. I'm very disappointed in him. Other than week two where he had um, eight receptions for thir- uh, eight, 13 targets, eight receptions for 120 yards. He has not gone over 65 yet. No. So I think this is a guy that... He was disappointed in. Try to get away if you can. If you can't, he's a flex play. What about Reggie Bonifan? Third string running back. Um, good week this week. Ten ten carries, fifty three yards. Um, I don't think he's anything else. Like I think CMC comes back, I think this guy might even go with practice squad to be honest. Yeah. Don't worry about him. Uh, I know he scored he also scored this week. I but, think that really helped us talk. He did get 10 carries, which was big, but I think... I think it's, I mean, versus the... The Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah. Because I... Last week, he only had two carries. Or, sorry, yeah, two carries for 16 yards. Yeah. And wasn't even targeted, so... All right, let's move on to the next game. We have Vikings 31 at Texans 23. Vikings go to 1-3, and three and the Texans go to 0-4. Oh and four. And just uh, today, we we do record on Monday night, Bill O'Brien fired. He's out. You think that affects uh, anybody's fantasy value on the Texans? Um, I don't know. I, I truly don't know because Bill O'Brien is the one that called the plays. So, Romeo Crow, who's the intern coach, is a defensive coach. I don't know if they're going to stay with the same offense. I assume they would. I think this... Puts a little more on Watson to kind of lead the team, um, which he already had to lead the team. So I don't. Maybe, maybe this means that they're not going to force so many carries of David Johnson. They're going to let it rip a little bit more. Um, I mean, the, the Texans did have a chance to tie this game up at the end, but I, I think their biggest issue is their offensive line. I think the, Deshaun Watson, if he had time in the pocket, he would be fine. But it seems like. Even though he only got sacked for th- three times for 10 yards, it seemed every other play he was running for running, his life. Yeah, just running around and then has to throw the ball away or like do something amazing. It's hopefully it's not sustainable, but until the Texans invest in their offensive line, Deshaun Watson is 
he's just going to get banged. Um, again, I talked about David Johnson. He has 16 carries for 63 yards. Um, you have to keep playing him. I think he's a back-end RB2, maybe RB3. He also had three targets. Two receptions, 29 yards. Yeah, I agree. Keep keep playing him. You drafted him high. He's he's played some really hard teams. And I know this Viking they, defense isn't good, but linebackers are good. Oh, yeah. Linebackers and Harrison Smith. Yeah, they're still good. Yeah. Like that part. Um, let's do Johnson real quick. I uh, does he have any fantasy value to you, Ian? No. Yeah, truly. I no. He's he, not. He's not going to run. He's not going to run the ball. He's not going to get enough carries, and he had he, four targets. Duke Johnson used to be there because they wanted somebody to catch the ball, but David Johnson can do both. So, what's the point of having Duke Johnson in there? Uh, what about these wide receiver core? Fuller, Cooks, Stills. You start bench cut. I think you have to start. Fuller every week. I mean, not every. Dang, almost every week. I, I, I was really high on him again. Other than that week two versus Baltimore, he's oh, gotten, Jesus. which is horrible. I'm. Yeah. He's gotten more than five targets every game, and he's gotten uh fifty or more. And two of those games, he was over a hundred. He scored in two of those games. I think this is now they're finally getting that connection. I don't. I can't explain what happened to Baltimore. I can't. Maybe it was just Baltimore's a, defense. Yeah, maybe it was just a close game, but I'm I think Will Fuller's number one in this offense, and I think it's starting to be shown. He's the one that they threw that ball to, to tie the game, and then they said that the ball hit the ground. So, Oosh, I know, I agree. Who do you Cooks and Stills? Uh... Put them on your bench. I, that's all I think. I don't. I can't. I can't say anymore. Cooks didn't catch the ball. And Stills had two catches for 39 yards. I think Cooks is more prone on your bench. I think Stills, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even pick him up on my team until Just we see more. Stay away from it. Yeah. yeah. No point. Uh, Jordan Akins or Atkins, he got a concussion. Uh, so he's going to be in concussion protocol. But I, Yeah, that hit was filthy. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Vikings. Obviously, I think you start Cook. I think you start Thielen. Those are... Two guys that you pretty much said it. Yeah, both it. monster games. Thielen, I think, just had that off week, either this week or two weeks ago. Um, when was it? Oh, yeah, two weeks ago he only had thirty-one yards. He still got eight targets, um, but only three catches for thirty-one. That's just him. He still has four touchdowns on the season. He is their number one target. He is going to keep getting it. But Justin Jefferson. Two weeks in a row, he has put up at least 100 yards. Do we start him? Keep him on the bench? See what he does some more? Ooh. Flex play? I don't know. Because start if if injuries or apparently if COVID happens again? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, that's a problem with Jefferson because you think about it. So he goes back-to-back weeks with 100. The first two weeks didn't go over 50. Um, the first two weeks didn't only had three targets. Last two weeks, over five both games, or five or more both games. So does that mean he's getting more involved, or is the game script going uh, a little bit more his way? I don't, I don't know. I think right now he's a bench stash, and I, I have to see it one more week. I think, I think week one, I'm gonna actually say you could probably start him in your flex because week one. 
Green Bay, like I said, there, there was no preseason. He's a rookie. Doesn't know Kirk Cousins that well yet. It's just not a great week to start. Week two, they played Indianapolis, which is, I believe, still the number one defense. And they only scored 11 points, and Kirk Cousins looked absolutely horrible. So, I mean, that can explain why he didn't get anything there. And then finally, these last two weeks, once they're in the games and they're actually winning and they're needing to throw, he looks as like he's a guy that they go to. So I think if they can stay in, in games, he's worthy of a worthy of a flex start. That's my that's my thing on him. Anything else? You want to move to the late games? Yeah, let's move on. All right, late game. We have the Giants with a big old whopping nine points. And the Rams with 17. Giants fall to 0-4. Rams fall to 3. Or not fall. Go to 3-1. and one. I'm honestly disappointed in the Rams this game. 17 points. They should have had more. But. I, I mean, I guess they didn't. I don't know what happened. Um, but let's talk about the Giants running backs. Do you want any? You, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a keeper Freeman. Uh, again, um, eleven carries, three three yards, not impressive. The Rams defensive line is pretty good, but he did have four receptions for thirty five yards, which is more than the other running backs. Deion Lewis had three targets for two receptions, at eight yards. I just think that this Giants offense couldn't get anything going. This Rams defense really really held him down um it felt like aaron donald was just in the backfield every play yeah so i think freeman's the guy you want still i know galway gall gall gallman had six carries of 45 yards but still no no passing down no passing work and i think that freeman is just better he looked good in some plays i watched all right what about this wide receiver core can you start slayton I think he's the only way you could start. Seven targets, three receptions, 48 yards. Um, he had 100 his first week, and then he hasn't gotten, honestly, close since then. True. He's a big play guy. That's that's his thing. Big play guy. He gets touchdowns in bunches. He does not get touchdowns every game. He will get you two touchdowns. I'm pretty sure he's at, like, in four of his games, he has 80% of his touchdowns. Yeah, Donald Jones, or Daniel Jones also overthrew him for a big touchdown uh, in the week. It was that would have I think added 40 yards to his total and a touchdown, so that would have put him at 88 yards and a and a touchdown, so that would have been a good game for him. What about Evan Ingram? What do you do with him? Hasn't been looking like he should this year. You think that's more on this Giants offense only scoring? What did you say? 3 touchdowns? Yeah, 3 this touchdowns year? this season. Um I think it has to do more with the offense. He's gone over five targets every game. This week he had ten targets for six receptions. Um, they're just not moving the ball. Again, the teams they played, though, Pittsburgh, Chicago, San Francisco, Rams, those are all good defenses. Yeah, all good defensive lines. Right so I, I'm not going to say that he is a streamer, but I think he's a, a guy that you're starting to get worried about. Okay. Um, let's go to the Rams side. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Start them both? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, they both had seven targets. 
their leading two guys on this team. I'm not really worried about them. Cup scored. Robert Woods didn't. Cup scored on that big play. Uh, okay. What about what about any of these running backs? Um, for me personally, Malcolm Brown came back, which I I didn't understand because I thought Henderson had such a great game. Henderson had eight carries for 22 yards. Brown had nine carries for 37 yards. Brown also had five receptions, and Henderson had one. Um, I don't know what to do with them. Again, I think they're just what we say with the Ravens, kind of pick out pick out of a hat, and hopefully your player has a big game. I think I think the Rams are uh, ahead of the curve, kind of like what the uh, um, Patriots and the Ravens are doing. I think that the NFL eventually will go to running back by committee pretty much every team. It's cheaper, and it seems like you can get similar production, even though they only have 58 yards this week. So, uh, yeah, but I think Henderson did so good last week. How he did. Do you, he how did. do you give that to Brown? But do you think Henderson did really well last week because they were afraid to give it to Brown? Because Brown still was injured, even though he, like you said last week, you, you thought he played because if he didn't play, he would lose the spot. And it, it kind of seemed to have worked. Even though Henderson had a great game, Malcolm Brown still looks like their guy. Yeah, true, but Henderson played the Bills defense last week and had over 100 yards. Bill's defense is better than the Giants' defense. Ah, it's whatever. I we we already talked about it. Yeah, it's pick him out of a hat. We don't know, especially when um, Akers comes back and it's reheaded committee. All right, what about what about Higby? Higby, tight end for the Rams. He's just touchdown dependent, to be honest. I I don't I don't have. I don't he, have anything for him. He's had one good game, and it was when he scored three touchdowns. So you told me he ends the season with three touchdowns. I won't. I honestly wouldn't be surprised right now. I would be surprised because they look at him so much in the end zone. But this week he had three three uh, receptions, four targets, and twenty one yards. He's just a streaming tight end. Yeah. That's all he is. Yeah. I, I think that you could easily drop him, and nobody will pick him up. And when you want him again, someone will pick him up. All right, let's move on to the next game. The Colts with 19 to the Bears 11. Colts move to 3 and 1 and Bears go to 3 and 1 as well. Jonathan Taylor. Start him? Yeah, starting for good day. I think he's an RB2. Just leave him there. Yeah. Um okay, what about TY Hilton? You drop him, you trade him, just give up on him. Who in the world is trading for TY Hilton? Unless he's like an extra little side piece. Again, he has three straight games with three receptions and has not gone over 53 yards this whole season. He hasn't gone over 87 since Andrew Luck retired. That's a fun fact. And no touchdowns this year. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I will be real. I was high on him in the beginning. I thought, I thought Big Phil, once he got behind a good offensive line, was going to show that he was better than he was last year. I was wrong. T.Y. Hilton, he was wide open for, I'm going to say, at least a 25-yard gain. Probably more, but um, Big Phil overthrew him. It just seems that they don't have a connection at all. Can you drop him? Uh, same thing I said about A.J. Green. I don't know if you can drop him because he's on an okay, it's a good offense, and he's a good receiver. And I know it has a little bit of name brand, but... I think this one's more name brand than AJ Green was. Fair. I I wouldn't drop him. 
But if you are hurting because of COVID or you're hurting because of injuries, could you drop him? Yes. Uh, Let's move on to Mo Alley-Cox. Got in the end zone again. That man is a monster, not just in size, but on the field. Um, He did have one reception, though, for 13 yards. Yeah, but it was a it was a touchdown one. This and is this is Philip Rivers' tight end. This is what so he does. I would, I think that he's a back end starter. Uh, what's the play real quick? Higby, Ingram, or Mo Ali Cox, start bench cut. Start Mo Ali Cox. Mm, start that one's Mo easy. Cox. Higby Ingram. Bench Higby. Cut Ingram. I think that's just purely because I think the Rams, at least as of right now, are the better offense. He's going to get more looks to score. And Ingram, he's gotten no looks so far. To be fair, you did say their schedule was arguably the hardest first four games in the league. Um, But yeah, no. Mo Cox right now, the first week when Jack Doyle was there, he didn't do anything. But it seems to be that Phillip Rivers has chosen him and so the one week he didn't score he still got 111 yards and then these past two weeks he's had 50 yards and 13 yards but he scored twice so he's it seems like mo alley cox can do one or the other which is honestly kind of the perfect tight end okay agree yeah um i would do the same stuff uh, for Roberts, uh, Allen Robinson, seven receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. He scored kind of in garbage time, but we'll take it because it's fantasy football. Um, there is no garbage time. Yeah. Fantasy. So with that, stardom. He's wide receiver two, wide receiver one, upside. Um, David Montgomery, uh, ten for ten carries for 27 yards. He did get three receptions for 30. Um, for this. I think he's a flex play, but he is tearing to put him on your bench. Uh, the Colts defense is good. I know we talked about it. Yeah. Colts defense is good. The whole team finished with 28 yards, and he had 27 of them. Fair. I just am I, hesitant because I don't know. If you look at it, if they, th- they throw the ball a lot, they get a lot of touchdowns. He's not getting, he's not getting those touchdowns, and... The running game has just not been on track for the Bears. They have he has not he's gone over eighty two yards. He had eighty two yards week two versus the Giants. Best Giants. And then it's kind of failed other than that. It hasn't scored rushing the ball either. So yeah, RB he's a flex play. Alright, let's move on to the next one. We have the Bills thirty. Raiders 23, Bills to go 4-0, and Raiders go to 2-2. Two and two. Do we even have to say it? Start Josh Allen. Yeah. Start him. Set him and forget him. He's what everybody doubted in his passing accuracy. It seems like he went all offseason and fixed that. Um, Singletary? He scored a touchdown, which is pretty wild. Uh, is he an actual guy you can start weekly? Um, yeah. I, if I if I say you start David Montgomery in your flex, I'm gonna start Singletary and my flex to running back too. Yeah. Because right now with Zach without Zach Moss, he's getting the carries. He's 
He's always, getting he's always receptions been getting, too. Yeah, he's always been getting receptions. Um, and he scored. And that's and that's like the ceiling right here is scoring. And Josh Allen scored too. Rushing the ball. So um yeah, glad he got one. That's the hardest part is when they get to the red zone, it just seems like Josh Allen's gonna run the ball. True. I mean Know your role. Yeah. Uh what about Stefan Diggs? I mean he's Oh yeah, must start. Yeah, he's Number one in the league in passing, or sorry, in receiving yards, not including the Monday night games. Um, he's he's getting the ball. He is clearly the one. What about John Brown? How do we feel about John Brown? This was his, this was back to back weeks of kind of bad games. Didn't score either one. Well, last week he did get injured. Ah, fair. Um, this I, week I believe he was a game time decision. I don't know if that affects stash. it. He's a bench stash. Yeah. Same thing with Cole Beasley. Um, Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, sorry, uh, scored a touchdown this week, but he only had 32 um, yards. Mm. This game was actually pretty close. I thought that the Raiders, the Raiders defense is low-key better than what people think. Um, so, other than that, I think these guys are b- both bench stashes, both stashes. Um, what about Josh Jacobs? How are we feeling about him? He, he has gone gotten less yards with every game less rush yards every game he's played he's gone down now to be fair in the two games that they've lost he also hasn't carried the ball 20 times but when they do win he's carried it 25 and 27 times mm. we worried we i'm not said worried i think he's i think he said to forget it i don't know how you can start anyone over i think start another person over him if you ever want your bench Again, he, has, if you do. he has three touchdowns all of which came in week one that's fair. I just uh, I'm gonna keep starting him. I'm he did have a play that he destroyed on an angle route, and it probably will gone for an extra twenty plus yards of receiving, but then they got called back because of holding. So, I mean, a big play. I know holding happens, all that stuff, but he's a starter. I mean, he he still I believe is causing the most missed tackles. He's I just think that the plays aren't going his way. Agreed. I think the Raiders are screwing up when he has a good play. Um, Darren Waller. Start him. Yeah. Uh, definitely a top three tight end. I put him over Mark Andrews. He's gonna, He gets wow. more targets. I mean, if Mark Andrews is really touchdown dependent and you saw the two weeks where he didn't get touchdowns, he didn't do anything, Darren Waller is not that. Darren Waller is targets, targets, targets. I know yeah, last he's, week he's he played the Patriots. Target. And he didn't play well, but that's the Patriots D. I know that. Yeah, that's also Bill Belichick knowing what your favorite thing is, and he's just going to game plan against that. Yeah. So this week he had nine receptions, 88 yards. So don't worry about him. Uh, any other receiver? No, I don't think so. What about Hunter Renfro? I uh, 57 yards, five receptions. I don't. I think he almost had a touchdown. He almost did. That's yeah. back to back. Or actually, well, last week he scored a touchdown too. Um, Biggest surprise: Nelson Aguilar did not drop a touchdown. Shout out Nelson man. Aguilar. Went to Las Vegas and got some hands. Wow. Probably found some stickum from the olden days. <laughs> uh, Sunday night, your Eagles. They finally won a game. They beat the 49ers twenty-five to twenty. Both teams really beat up. How did you feel about Miles Sanders? 
Um, both teams are really beat up. The offensive line, the Eagles, again, was missing Jason Peters and Lane Johnson for some of it, which I think hurt Sanders because the D-line for San Francisco is still pretty good. So, Miles Sanders, 13 carries, 46 yards. He also had two receptions for 30 yards. Um, I think they just went up against a good defense. Yeah. Even it, it feels like the 49ers second stream, second string team is still better than a lot of these NFL teams, like their defense. Yeah. They're still very good. They're still a defense to be reckoned with. Um, they still honestly made the Eagles offensive line look like a revolving door. Um, let's talk, let's talk about real quick. Carson Wentz, um, he threw a touchdown, um, a great deep ball. Um, he also had a pick. Oh the one God. thing about that, though, right, that pick was kind of wild. Got, gets deflected. Linebacker makes a great catch. It's not – Carson Wentz had his best game of the year. If you have if you have Carson Wentz for some reason you have not dropped him, one thing you can look forward to is his rushing. Back-to-back week with touchdowns. He is looking to run the ball. Um, this week he had seven carries for 37 yards. I think he's being forced to run the ball. Yeah, okay. fair. He, he's, offensive... he's, running for, he's running for his life. Yeah, that offensive line is not protecting him. And so he's just like, all right, maybe get loose and get 37 yards in a touchdown. So if you have not dropped him, which I would recommend dropping him because we play the Eagles play the Ravens and the Steelers back-to-back weeks. Ugh. His rushing ability is what's saving him. Um, what's, wide receivers. Um, Greg Ward led the team in targets. Other than that, though, there's no one else. They're either going to get a big play or they're not. Um, there's nothing else to talk about with him. Yeah. Zach Ertz. Um, Dallas Goddard gone, and it seems four to be worse. Yeah, four receptions for nine yards. Here's the problem. Those linebackers for San Francisco are filthy, filthy. and they were just doubling Zach Ertz, making what was it his impossible. Name? Fred Warner? For, uh, yeah, Warner, and then you have... Um, bad man. He is a bad man. Big pickup last year. I'm forgetting his name. Yeah. Um, another linebacker. Um, both are nasty. Both are fast. Both play tight ends well. And I agree. And they will. They're gonna. They're gonna. They shut him down. They. I, they knew who the receiver was going to be. It was Zach Ertz. I mean, and I expect that to happen back to back weeks. I don't think you can drop him, but I think that I would pick up a start a tight end that we're talking about one of those streamers and start him over Zach Ertz in both next two games until they go against a, a worse defense. Well, they play the Giants. I mean, they play the Giants, Cowboys, and Giants after those two two games. I would start Zach Ertz yeah. again back then. Yeah. But until then, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. Yeah. Uh, move on to George Kittle. The man was start an absolute him. monster. Start don't him. worry about him. Set we're not him even, we're not even talk about it. Yeah. Um, cry, cry if he gets injured again, but otherwise keep him in there. Yeah. McKinnon, 14 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Um, scored a touchdown, I think, for the third straight week. Yep. Yeah, for the third straight week. Fourth straight week because he actually had a receiving touchdown week one. This is this is the guy they paid the money to. To be honest, this is the guy. I mean, I know they're really injured, uh, especially Mostert and Coleman out. But I think Coleman's gonna be out multiple for a few more weeks. Uh, I'm gonna say he's a flex option. Yeah, I mean, I wish I got. I wish I picked him up when Mostert went down. Yeah, because he also had, too slow. McKinnon had seven receptions for 43 yards as well. Yeah, second team in targets. They're leaning on him. Um, Debo Samuel finally played. He had. 
three targets, three catches, 35 yards, and he had one run for 10 yards. He will ramp up if you say if you were able to survive Samuel not playing. I'm gonna say you need to start playing him real soon. I might maybe give it one more week, uh, because again he was out for three, and that Jones fracture is kind of a thing. Well, it's a easy injury to rehurt. Um, but I mean, he also had Nick Mullins and C.J. Bethard, Bethard, yeah, throwing him the ball. But the next four games for the 49ers: Dolphins, Rams, Patriots, Seahawks. Not an easy schedule. No. So they're going to need Samuel. They're going to use him. Um, one, tech, one thing about Brandon Ayuk, he had a crazy hurdle. Man, Filthy. Man jumped six feet into the air. Um, it Honestly, this game, I I don't even know if the Eagles. Do the Eagles have good corners? Yeah, Darius Slay. He got hurt. He came back. Okay. I mean, the right receivers didn't really do anything. No. So... But I, I also don't know how much of that is you get like somebody like C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins who haven't really played in the NFL. And what's your safety nets? Check down and your tight end. Yeah. And that's what they did. I mean, 22 receptions by one tight end and one running back and then combined six, eight, nine, ten, ten more from everyone else. So Brian Huke, I think, is a bench option now. Back that we rushing touchdowns. He's gonna get passing work and rushing work. Yeah, That's it's what... the it's the Niners. They like to do that, the uh, reverse. Let's go to the Monday night games just concluded. The Chiefs twenty six, the Patriots ten. It's just it wasn't it wasn't a real game. Cam Newton out with scratched. COVID. Yeah, out with COVID. Um, Hoyer Hoyer gets benched for Stidham. And they throw three picks combined. Um, let's talk about Damian Harris real quick. 17 carries for 100 yards. This guy Ooh. was getting preseason buzz. I am Ooh. furious that I had to drop him in the league because I could not keep him because I had to drop him due to injuries. Um, and that's Tony Show did miss his game. But this is the guy everyone was talking about during preseason. This is a guy. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Sony Michelle uh, goes to IR with a quad injury. Oh, he went to IR. So he's out at least three weeks. Oh yeah. Okay. That pick was, up. That was pick this up, morning. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. They officially took Harris off the IR and put him on, so they didn't have to do like a real roster move. Okay. Burkhead, uh, eleven carries, forty-five yards. Burkhead is Burkhead. I'm not worried about him. Um, James White had seven receptions for thirty-eight yards. Listen, like we said, Cam Newton wasn't on, wasn't playing today. The Chiefs' defense pretty much dominated. Yeah. Um, other than um, a touchdown to Harry, which he had three receptions for twenty-one yards. I don't think this t- they did really anything anything more. I honestly, really, only truly like Cam Newton on the Patriots. Fair. I'm I'm a little scared of the backfield because it's Bill Patriot, Bel- Patriot way. Yeah, Bill Belichick has shown it is. Who's going to do the job for me um, this week? And this week it was Harris. But last week it was Burkhead. And next week it could be James White or Sonny Michelle or, I don't know, some dude that they find on the street. Like, it's Bill Belichick. He has never cared about uh, running backs. Okay. So. Um, one thing I want to say about Patriots defense is still good. I know, still, I, still know, very good. I know they lost some pieces. 
They're not a team that like I'm not gonna start my players, but I'm not gonna not gonna expect the same things I would normally expect. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, 16 carries, 64 yards. He also had three receptions for 27. Um, Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns for 236 yards. Had eight carries for 28. Um, Travis Kelsey, three for 70. And Hill gets a touchdown. Harmon gets a touchdown. I just think that we're going to keep the same. Start the same guys you normally start. Patriots defense is good. Patriots defense still only allowed 20 points to the reigning Super Bowl champs. Yep. I mean, they've got a pick six by Stidham. That's how they got to 26. Also, that's because... Um, Tyron Matthews, nasty. Also, Adam just dropped that ball. Right into, like, dropped to horrible. Yeah. So, um, Kansas City, yeah, Kansas City is... Anybody you're starting is set it, forget it. Miko Hardman, he scored the past two weeks, but... Or, sorry, not past two weeks. Yeah, past oh, yeah, two no, weeks. No, yeah, past, past two weeks, weeks. sorry. Uh, he scored the past two weeks. Last week he had 81 yards, but that was because he caught a pretty big ball. Pretty big bomb. Um, I have him on my bench, and my team is... I literally have, what is it, eight bench spots. Yeah. Seven of those are injured. I literally have seven injured <laughs> spots, and Miko Hardman is still not in my starting lineup. Fair. He's just too much. Will he catch a touchdown? If he He's doesn't. the fourth option, fifth option on a great team. He could have, like, week one. One target, one catch, six yards, and that wouldn't surprise me. And then right now he's catching touchdowns. Let's move on to the next game. The final game, Monday night. Final game. That was the Green Bay Packers 30, the Atlanta Falcons 16. This is the, I think, first week the Falcons weren't even attempting to look like they were a decent team. (laughs) (laughs) Like, at least every other week, they were like, we're in this game, we're just going to find a way to lose it. Um, This week, it was just Green Bay letting everybody know, hey, that we're back. Aaron Rodgers is a man. Put some respect on our name. I mean, Matt Ryan, 285 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's it. And two two runs for 10 yards. Nothing. Um, completely agree. Uh, Todd Gurley did score two touchdowns. 57 yards still. 57 yards on 16 carries. Um, kind of garbage time touchdowns. Their Packers are up 20 to 3 at one point. Um, Brian Hill did nothing. So let's move on. Julio Jones had um, four receptions for 32 yards. He did leave the game early and did not return because of a hamstring, the injury that he was hurting from earlier. If you are a Julio Jones owner, I'd be out on the lookout for that. I expect Julio Jones to miss more weeks um, due because, I mean, when you re-injure the hamstring, you are going to be out. So just look out. Um, Can we talk about the goose egg Calvin Ridley laid? Kevin really did come in this game injured. I don't know if that's what affected him. We do, were recording this podcast while we were, while this game was going on. We did not watch it. But Ridley, <sighs> zero, 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 five targets. That is huge. I know the Packers have a good defense. I'm not sure if they focused on him exactly, but Calvin again. Ridley, I'm pretty sure came to this game as the number one fantasy receiver in the league, depending on scoring, but. At least in the league we play, and he was the number one fantasy receiver. He's he's a huge option, and even with being injured, 
he's such a huge option that if he's playing the game, I'm starting him. And yes. this is an, a crazy disappointment. I just took it big out. Yeah. Everyone has bad weeks. Matt Ryan yeah. had a bad week, didn't throw a touchdown, didn't throw an interception. Uh, let's move on to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Well, hold on, hold on. What about this oh, well. Alameed Zacchaeus? He had, he had nine targets, eight receptions, 86 yards. He looked to be their only decent option out there right now. True, but I don't think he has consistent fantasy value. I mean, maybe if Julio Jones is out multiple weeks, like I said, I just think he, like I thought he was going to be. Yeah. He could be a guy. He did have nine targets this week and six targets last week. But I don't know if he's going to be a consistent option. I think Ridley will come back. Hayden Hurst is in that streamable to back end starter. Uh, he had six targets this week. But did not score the first time in the last two in the last two weeks. Um, I just think that the Packers were a way better team than they were. Packers dominated. I mean, uh, let's look at it. Three twenty-seven, four touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. He is a bad man. He's a weekly starter. One hundred and forty-seven point five QB rating. I think just. this team is on a incredible roll. Um, Aaron Jones, fifteen carries, seventy-one yards. He also had a receiving touchdown uh, with five catches and 40. Aaron Jones is a bad man. 25 touchdowns since the start of 2019. That's the most by any player. Yeah. He is. He, is he lives in the end zone. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the real surprises game. So, Dante Adams did not play. Um, I think that was just simply because of. They know, were, yeah, they were 3 0. They were going against an 0 3 team. They thought that what they had on the field they could win with. They were clearly right. So they were like, let's might as well rest Devontae Adams. And next week is their bye week. The week afterwards, I expect Devontae Adams to come back. Yeah. What um, about Lazard? Lazard. He had core, core surgery this week. Or, sorry, last week. I don't know when he's going to come back. Um, but I think he's supposed to come back this season. Okay. Yeah. Uh Tonian. What's his first name? I gotta look this up. Robert, Robert Tonian. Tonian. The tight end. Man. Uh back so last week he had five fifty wow, he has three he has had five touchdowns this season. Um three second weeks of scoring a touchdown. This week he went six for six, ninety eight yards and three touchdowns. Um this guy comes up to the streaming radar for sure. Definitely. Uh I think I would have I would rather have him over than Gasecki. Over than, uh, maybe not Schultz, but definitely over um, Sample, over Hooper. Because guess what? He is the best quarterback out of all those guys. Tight end. Well, no, no. He has the best quarterback. Oh, he has the best quarterback. Okay. Yeah, it, it looks like I think he's really aided by uh, Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams being out. But fair. if they're, if they're going to keep being out. He looks to be catching touchdowns. I mean, three is a little extreme. It's an outlier, but he yeah. still caught a touchdown three weeks in a row, at least one. Yeah. So he's definitely getting on your radar. This was a great, I think, like one of those Monday night fan duel um, picks. Yes, completely. I don't know how much he cost, but I guarantee you he was cheap. Um, so He, he won me some money. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's move on to Jamal Williams. This week he had uh, eight receptions, eight targets, 95 yards. Really, the first time he showed up all season, he hasn't scored a touchdown. I'm not worried about him. Um, I wouldn't even put him on my bench, to be honest, because 
Aaron oh. Jones is a monster. Aaron player. Jones still lives in the end zone. Yeah. Aaron Jones sleeps in the end zone. He's in there. Every, it seems like every day he probably only practices in the end zone. He's like, I don't like, <laughs> he's like, I don't like being, I'll, I'll be here 20 yard line. in. that's where he practices every week. I right, coach. I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> don't yeah, worry. He's like, I, whatever. Uh, yeah. Aaron Jones, definite start. I don't think Jamal Williams is anything. All right, let's move on to the waiver wire ads. These players are going to be 33% or less owned per ESPN leagues that we think are worth a look to add to your roster. Ryan, do you want to go first? Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick up Scotty Miller. Uh, he's 11% owned in ESPN leagues. Um, he's a with Chris Godwin out, which he's supposed to be out again, like you said, uh, Thursday night. Mike Evans has an ankle injury. I know that he is still playing and he had a big game. Um, but Scotty Miller has been one of Tom Brady's favorite player, uh, favorite wide receivers. Um, he's gone over 73 yards three consecutive weeks. Or sorry, not three, consecutive, uh, three out of the four weeks. And he scored a touchdown. He also dropped a touchdown, too. Um, not this week, but a previous week. Uh, this guy, he's fast. He kind of fits that um, little mold where he, you can give him a little dump off. He can go all the way. Uh, I think this guy has legit uh, value, um, especially with Chris Godwin out and Mike Evans injured. And we like to say, like we said, OJ Howard is also out for the year. So Most likely. Technically most. not official, but I'm going to be surprised if he's not. If he comes back, he must be Wolverine. That's what I'm going to say. If he comes back, he's Wolverine. And I expect to see Metal Claws come out of his gloves. Um, but other than that, Scotty Miller is my guy. 11% on. Pick him up. I think he's a flex play. Because, uh, they play the Bears. Packers, which they're going to have to score the Packers. They play Las Vegas and the New York Giants the last four weeks. He's a flex play for sure to me. Um, especially with all these injuries. And we don't know about COVID. We can't predict the future. But this is the guy. Mine, I think, it's a hard one. I think Scotty Miller is a good one. I'm not super high really on much anybody else that's on the waivers this week. I'm going to pick one. I think it's going to be Darnus Johnson. Mm. Um, I think it seems like that... Regardless of who's back there, the Browns want to go with a committee, and he got thirteen catch or thirteen rushes for ninety-five yards. It helped that he was going against an absolutely abysmal defense, but this man is zero percent owned. Yeah, fair. Zero. Pick him up. He's a top waiver I read. Well, yeah. Why not? Like, pick him up. See what he does. Um, you know, maybe it was a fluke week, but if. I'm going to be honest. Like I said, my team, I have eight bench spots or whatever it is, and seven of them are injuries. So I'm kind of desperate for somebody. I'm going to look for anybody I think might suddenly be hitting because the people people you probably have on your roster, especially on your bench, are getting four or five points, maybe eight points, maybe a, a big 13-point game here. Yeah, and Browns like to run the ball. Remember that. Browns run the ball. They scored, like I said, 50, and Baker Mayfield didn't sniff 200 passing yards it's ridiculous um all right ryan let's play a little game would you drop hmm for hmm and mine is going to be would you drop drew Brees 
I know you've already dropped Drew Brees, but let's say he's still on your team for Fitzmagic. No. Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. What if I told you? Let me let me find Fitzpatrick. You, you right can here. tell me whatever you want to tell me, and I and I respect that. Here's the thing about Fitzmagic. He is also going to be Fitzpatrick. And I can't play that type of game. Drew Brees, when Michael Thomas come back, had, will probably be a top 12 type of guy. Fitz Magic will be Fitz Tragic. I can't accept that. You can tell me all the stats in the world. Fitz Magic is a great human being. I like his chest hair. I have chest hair too. But I cannot take that type of unpredictability with him. Fitz Magic right now is quarterback nine in our in our league that we play in. That's fair. That's better than Joe Burrow, Wentz, Stafford, Carr, Watson, Goff. Uh, it's only sl- he's only slightly behind uh, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. I I that's great. He's gonna have he's he's gonna have a streak of great weeks, but he was gonna have a streak of bad weeks, and then when he does, he's gonna get benched for Tua. Because that's the person they drafted in the for the fifth pick of last year's draft. I'm staying away, staying away, and running away. Okay, next one. Jarvis Landry, drop him for T. Higgins. Yeah, that's a hard mm, one. Half PPR, or PPR. <sighs> Does it change your answer? Yeah. Half PPR. I'm gonna go with T Higgins. They throw the ball more, so I would drop Jarvis for T Higgins. They throw the ball more. T Higgins gets targeted in the red zone more. He's a monster of a man, and I think, I think that Jarvis, yeah, he is getting healthy. I don't think he's gonna get targeted in the red zone. And the brown, like we said, the Browns are gonna run the ball. T Higgins owned 25.7 percent of leagues. Um, okay, I respect that. What about? Michael Gallup for T. Higgins. Well, okay, Michael Gallup is this offense that's so gonna throw the ball a lot. And I know I was I was really down on him this week. He had a bad week. I don't understand how he had such a bad week. The problem is he's a deep play type of guy. He's going to get so CD Lamb. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean that's just uh, I don't know. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay with Gallup. I'm going to stay with Gallup. Okay. Uh, another one I would say is, you know what? Gallup or Landry, would you drop either of them for Tim Patrick, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos? With Cortland Sutton out, it looks like he, he scored the past two weeks. Um, And then this past week, he got 113 yards. Are you going to try to ride him high? You think, Or you think he's kind of just having a good two weeks? Like we said, the quarterback play is bad, though. And I don't know... If- I mean, Dak is a way better quarterback, and Baker is a better quarterback. Well, okay, it's all debatable. But Baker, I, Baker, I think is probably would, a better talent. But they're not. They're okay. not passing. The I ball would enough. drop Tim Pat. I would add Tim Patrick for Jarvis. I would not add Tim Patrick from uh, Gallup. Yeah, you're still hoping Gallup. Yeah, I, I know. Can see it. I know. Yeah. Because right. okay. Gallup's big game is a really big game. We now have seen his floor, and his floor is very low. So, it's very 2000 Deshaun Jacksonist. All right, let's move on to your wild fact. What is Ryan's wild fact of the week? I know we actually had a couple 
I know. While we were talking about the game. I mean, we it was a lot of wild facts that happened today. This was just a wild week. Um, I know it's I I love wild weeks. Um, my wild feet wild <laughs> wild week. <laughs> my bad. My wild fact of the week is that Ravens punter Sam Coke Coke is the most accurate passer in NFL history. He has a minimum of seven pass attempts. He's at 100% completion rate. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. My man's going to go in the Hall of Fame as the best passer of all time. It's like him and LaDainian Tomlinson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All, all right. right. Uh, I want to say again, shout out to the writing crew. And that's uh, Aaron and Keone. And Ian also writes on the website. He produces our podcast. Uh, shout out to my boys, JJ and James. Thank you for listening. On Thursday, we'll have our heads in the clouds and some bus players. If you have any questions, send them to the fancy, at Fancy Daydreamers on Instagram and on Twitter at FFDaydreamers. Actually, us... somebody on Twitter did uh, ask us a question this week. We answered it, uh, I think. Stefan Diggs, right? Yeah, we answered Stephon Diggs he or said, Stephon Cooper Diggs Cup. over Cooper Cup, and we said Stefan Diggs. I believe they finished with around the same amount of points, which we pretty much told them what was going to happen. We just chose Stefan Diggs. Yeah, we yeah. like to match it better. Um, leave us a five-star review, and your question will be number one. Well, okay. It might be, if other people leave us five-star reviews, their questions might be also pretty high, too. But we'll answer your question, I promise. Um, that five-star review is on Apple Podcasts. Um, like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And again, Thank you so much for listening. Stay dreaming. Do me a favor. What? Stay dreaming.